Hello and welcome <sighs> back. Jesus. <laughs> I'm still reeling Your from that one. I'm sorry. Your timing is terrible. It's, I would argue it's great. <laughs> oh, hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday, November 27th, 2019. I'm your host, Will Hunter. You know what? I mm. think since the turnaround on this thing is so quick. Yeah. I might just post it tonight. It's at 7.30 here Tuesday wow. night. I might just throw it out there when we're, we're done. I think I'm going to do that. wild will over here. All yeah, right. so it's Tuesday, November 26th, actually, again. So, yeah, uh, this is the Locked on Spartans podcast. I'm Will Hunter. That's Matt Sheehan. What's up, Hi. Matt? Oh, uh, fine now. <laughs> fine now. Fine for the first half of the game. And, uh, boy, looked like I was in need of some citriacic help uh, there for the second half. But, hey, we made it. We're here. We made um, it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Save your breath. Oh, okay. Yeah, save your breath. We're going to talk about Michigan State playing Georgia. Uh, and just all the shenanigans that went down there. And just some, I think it's a decent time to not take a huge, large-scale picture of where this team's at. Because it's still too early. But, uh, you you know, you're what are they, five games in? Six games in? Six or seven? Yeah. Six games Six. in. So Six. So yep. it's a decent sample size. We can sort of make uh, some sort of like, oh, judgments, assessments, and stuff like that so we'll do a little bit of that and then we'll talk about a little bit about ucla here's a hint they kind of suck okay yep fair enough <laughs> reminder to rate review subscribe to the podcast you can find locked on spartans wherever you get your podcasts okay matt you want to talk about the first half or the second half let's talk about the first half Let, let's just go in chronological order here um simpler times <laughs> simpler times boy howdy was that a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I don't want to ever see Anthony Edwards on a basketball court against Michigan State again. I could do with him uh, without him or Miles Powell uh, yeah. ever again. Or Nolly or uh, Maxi from yeah. Kentucky. What is sure. what? Is, okay, uh, Mooney from last year, Texas Tech team. Sure. Uh, yeah. Let's let's jump right into that. Let's because okay. I, it sounds like we're gonna do the second half then. All right. Let, yeah, we're just gonna talk go. about it. Uh, let's let's talk about it. Why, why does every time Michigan State play a team with a good player, that mm-hmm. person has a career game? Because the tape looks extra good when that other team is wearing a Michigan State jersey. Like when the scouts are diving into tape, whatever, you light up at Louisiana Tech, you light up Oklahoma State. Okay, mm-hmm. fine, whatever. You light up Michigan State. <laughs> Buddy, you just jumped up five spots in the NBA draft. Congratulations. Get fitted for a new suit and find the Ferrari that you like. So uh, that is my only, only explanation that I can come up with. So, yeah. Anthony Edwards has not been good this year. Very just, pedestrian. Six points against Dayton. Six points against Dayton. Four in the Dayton. first half today. I was like, yeah. this is the guy that we're all freaking out about? Six points against oh, okay. <laughs> six against Delaware State. 18 against mm-hmm. Georgia Tech on 15 shots. Okay. Uh, free throws. Oh, the old Carson and, uh, Edwards line. All right. Nice. Yeah. So just not, not terribly efficient. Had 29 against the Citadel. 24 against Ooh. Western Carolina. Yeah. Goes for 37 on 26 shots. Makes seven threes. Eight of eight from the free throw line. Three blocks, four steals, and looks like the absolute best player in college basketball. What the hell? Like, 
he looked like he could make the NBA All-Star team in the second half today. Like, if it was up to a ballot yeah. right now. And it's not even like... It was, I think it was Chris Vanini uh, who said on Twitter during the game, uh, Michigan State just kind of lacks someone who can shut down superstars, and that's something that they're going to miss with McQuaid. Yeah. Um, and I, I just... I couldn't disagree more with that. Um, I know I agreed and disagreed at the same time. I know yeah. McQuaid got first team all defense. Mm-hmm. I also watched the Michigan game in the Big Ten championship when Mo Wagner ran Matt McQuaid out of the gym and Aaron Henry came in and held him into two points in the second half. Um, Aaron Henry's a better defender than Matt McQuaid. Like this mm-hmm. year, Aaron Henry's a better defender than last year, Matt McQuaid. Um, I don't think that's a crazy wild take. It's not so much defending superstars. It's running into really good players who are running incredibly hot. Like Anthony Edwards hit multiple 30 footers. Like he went two minutes without taking a good shot and had 10 points in those two minutes. Without hitting the rim. Without hitting the rim. Yeah. Yeah. Four bad shots. Made them all. Yeah. Like step back 30 footer, contested. 19 footer on the baseline that had no reason to go in like a fadeaway shot that shouldn't have been taken like a Dirk Nowitzki hits that shot <laughs> it's totally. a Kobe Bryant shot and um, like I feel like I gotta call myself out for being a little bit of a hypocrite here because I don't know if this is a newsflash to anyone and I'm trying to get better at this I can be an emotional person when it comes to giving my thoughts mid-game sure and I said like this is kind of embarrassing and then after like a few minutes, like there, I think it was like during a commercial, I'm like, "Is it actually like? Is it actually though? Like, there's nothing you could do to stop this kid right now. He's going scorched earth. I mean, yeah, could the defense be a little tighter? Sure, you can always be a little better, I suppose. But like, man, it's not like we were letting them wide open. I mean, he was still hitting these step backs from you know two, three, four feet behind the arc. So he shot I, he shot I don't one, know what to do <laughs> he shot one behind the line that wasn't even the line for the basketball court <laughs> like he's like i know i'm far enough behind the basketball line i'm gonna also step behind the service line for volleyball how about this volleyball line yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about that like those are bad shots and miles powell hit a bunch of bad shots maxi oh. hit a bunch of bad shots for kentucky like just wild heaves yeah. and you're just like well Shit. <laughs> Quite nothing you can do about that. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, sure. So sometimes, like, you know, he had the jab step today and then the fadeaway, and, like, you're kind of biting on that jab step, but, like, we all know what's going to happen. Then again, like, I don't know, man. I, I guess I can't fault the defenders too much for buddy, doing uh, what they were doing. It, it, it's, it's tough. What can you do? It's, it's a what can you do game. Yeah. Buddy can get to the, to the rim, too, and get to the free throw line. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. He got to the free throw line eight times, made all eight. He's gotten to the free throw line eight times, three times, 11 times, only once against Delaware State, nine times, eight times. So he's generally getting to the free throw line eight or nine times a game. But I thought he was hitting, and you know, I'm going to look this up before I say something. I, I, I thought he was hitting like free throws. Yeah, he was hitting free throws at a 68% clip coming into this game. He was. Until that he wasn't like ungodly or anything. <laughs> until he went eight for eight, yeah. Oh, man. God, playing the Spartans turns you into like Kevin Durant in the prime. It's great. He made seven three-pointers all season. He made seven three-pointers against Michigan State. In 20 minutes, yep. Yeah. If you hear, I'll do some quick math. Um, seven... Divided by, or let me see, 40 minus, okay, give me one more sec. 
He was shooting 29% from three before this game, went 7 of 16 from three. With many, he probably hit his seven hardest three-pointers of the season in this game. And I was texting a buddy today, and tell me if I'm, like, starting to get insane. Like, I could feel myself starting to kind of lose it when I start thinking this, but is it still a coincidence that this always happens against Michigan State, like, where someone just goes nuclear against us? Or, like, is there finally starting to become something to it? Like, I still think it's kind of a coincidence. I don't know what more you could do against these guys. It's not like we're, you know, given wide open shots. I, I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's now to the point it's driving me insane. I don't think it's a coincidence, but I don't think it's a deficiency in Michigan State. I think when you play at Georgia, when you're, you know, fresh out of high school, you play at Georgia. You're a young mm-hmm. kid. You play at Seton Hall. You're a young kid. You play at Virginia Tech. You're a young kid playing even at Kentucky. When you suit up against Michigan State, it, it g- generally, unless you're even when you're like, think of how we feel when when Michigan State plays against Duke. Sure, and yeah. I'm sure like with Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, Michigan mm-hmm. State, like there's all sort of that mutual back and forth. Um, I think it's just something where you're like, I gotta play awesome. Like I'm playing Michigan State. I'm playing Duke. I'm playing Kansas. I need to go off. I need to show out. I need to beat one of the best teams in the country, have one of my best games, and you just get, you know, it's like it's playing up to the level of your competition. And if you're a really good player like Anthony Edwards, a really talented player who's still sort of figuring things out and you get it rolling like because you're just, you know, trying to beat Michigan State. And you're, it's, you know, the, the same reason he had six points against Delaware State plays into how he had 37 against Michigan State, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, oh, I really wish you wouldn't, though. I know. It's annoying, but it's that target thing. Like, when you're good, you got a target. Yeah, and, and you can see that with the Virginia Tech game yesterday. Like, they, they came out, I mean, just jumping, ready to, you know, attack. It, but, it's, yeah, Virginia yeah, Tech. Yeah, that's yesterday's game. Virginia Tech is now 29th in Ken Palm. Like, they're a pretty damn good team. Mm-hmm. They're going to be yeah. good this year, and they're still young. They're going to get even better, but like you can watch tell. them like get thirty piece of Dayton tonight, <laughs> right after we record. <laughs> but like they're going to play Duke, and they're going to play Virginia, and they're going to play Louisville. They're going to play North Carolina, um, that team. But they were still like, I think they saw Michigan State as that sort of challenge, certainly. And so that you know just. Teams punch up a little bit, and good players punch up even more because they're just more talented and, and able to do even more. So, yeah, it just, it sucks, but I don't think it's anything that's like Michigan State can't stop star players. Like, you know, they can stop Carson Edwards. They can stop guys in conference occasionally, but sometimes guys go off. We're just saving this all to shut Vernon Carey down to two points and three rebounds when he comes to town. I, th- I think that's it. I think so, too. Yeah. Although I was trying to, I was getting ready to fire up a tweet, and we'll take a quick timeout here in a minute. I was like, who on Duke is going to go off? Because Vernon Carey doesn't, like, he can definitely rack it up, but he's not someone that's like, uh-oh, Vernon Carey's heating up. It's it, like, it'll be it'll be Jack White or something stupid like something that. Like, the, the, the career 8% three-point shooter. Yeah. It's, it's going to be something ridiculous. I was going to so. throw out, like, Trey Jones, but I'm like, eh, Trey doesn't really do that. Wendell Moore is another young guy that they really like. Who doesn't really do that? You know, it's going to be like, I don't know, Cassius Stanley, something. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Something just stupid. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or Jack White. 
Can't wait. Looking forward to it. All right. Let's pause here for a sec. We'll come back uh, and, and focus on some of the Michigan State of this game. We did a lot of Georgia, Anthony Edwards there, but we'll switch gears here and start talking about the actual team you want to hear about. All right, Matt, I got a little game. You ready? Okay. It's a you know, fun game. Games. Sure. Yeah. Let's start this way. What would you say the feeling is about Xavier Tillman? So a lot of his errors were glaring today. And I feel like a lot of the good things he did were kind of subtle in a way. Come to think of it. Give me like the, your season long sort of season yeah, long so far how is, is Tillman done. He's eh. He's eh, but we expect him to be great, kind of for good reason, too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't feel like sure. that's insane. No, uh, no. That's not out of line to expect greatness out of him. You're good. No, I'm just, um, I'm just, I'm not coming to critique your opinion. I just want to know. Oh, no, it's fine. And not even I, just I, well, yours. Well, I feel like I have the opinion of a lot of people, yeah. too. So, and like, it's, um, I share it. Like, the general consensus is Tillman hasn't been as good as we would hope. And people are honestly, mm-hmm. like, I've seen people are starting to get worried about him. Mm-hmm. And he had, me hand up, yeah, yeah. Had some moments, missed a dunk, didn't finish down low, didn't yeah. you know mishandled another one down low. Just strange passes, yeah, yeah. But um, as for today, let me just—I uh, want to—I want to give you uh, a mystery player comparison, mm-hmm. and I want to tell you—I want you to tell me which one is better, okay? Okay, okay. So we'll call this person Player A. Okay. Player A in the in a game had mm-hmm. 15 points on 10 shots. Okay. Okay. Had 11 rebounds, four on the offensive end. Okay. Had two assists, two steals, and turned it over three times. Okay. And that was 10 points on 15 shots? Is that what that was? 15 points on 10 shots. Uh, swipe that, reverse it. Got it. Okay. So okay. 15 and 11 on 10 okay. shots with a couple steals, a couple assists. And okay. four offensive rebounds. Okay. So that's player A's game. Okay, solid. Did you write that down? I did. Okay. Player B, Xavier Tillman today. Which performance do you want? Oh, my. Oh my. This is not how I thought this would go. I know. Um, God, give me 15 points, 10 shots maybe? Is that the right answer? It's a trick question. They are both Xavier Tillman. Hey, Xavier, look at you. It wasn't all that bad, was it? How many turnovers did you have today? Three. Which, oh, you did say that, didn't yeah. you? I'm sorry. Yep, which is... You know, more than you huh. certainly want. And I'm not here to say Xavier was sure, straight yeah. today. He, he, Still unimproving from yesterday, though. Yeah, but he wasn't great. He hasn't started the season as well as we would have hoped. He hasn't sort of picked up right where he left off. Mm-hmm. He was really in a groove, and I, I still think he's going to find that groove. But he went for 15-11, had four offensive rebounds, had a couple steals, did it moderately efficiently, hit a huge three. Absolutely huge. huge three. Huge, yes. Got himself to the line 10 times. You'd like to see him hit the front end of a one-to-one, right? Again, this wasn't a mm-hmm. good, great performance, but he was solid. Um, yeah. And I just, I get it. I want more from him. Everyone wants more from him. But I think just I, I saw a little too much slander on the timeline today, a little too much worry. Yeah, sorry about given, that. <laughs> no, it wasn't just you. It was a lot of people, and it – Maybe some of the turnovers were untimely, um, but I didn't. I think that's another thing too. It's like a lot of the things don't come at the right time. Like a miss box out during a big run, or yeah, the the turnover when we're trying to like just grasp any part of this game in the second half. So I think that's another issue too of why the perception is like that. 
just because yeah it does come at untimely moments sure um and i I get that but i I didn't see enough rebound when he hit the three in the corner (laughs) like a massive shot it should have been like Mm a bunch of xavier tillman slot machine on my timeline and i just didn't sort of see that and i think yeah you know people are getting concerned in Maybe there's some reason there. I'm, again, not there yet, but he was better today than I think he's getting credit for. That's a good point. He, he did have the shot of the game, too, that three-pointer. And it was weird because I was watching at work. I had it on mute, and it just seemed so like easy and casual. I, I thought like the whistle blew or there was a foul or something. <laughs> like He just looked so relaxed shooting that. And then just on the bottom, I was like, are they going to count that? It's a bucket. Oh. Oh, Xavier! Look at you, bud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stretched a four-point nice. lead into a seven-point lead. Yeah, with two fifty-one to go. I mean, so yeah, that that that, that was major. That was massive, mm-hmm. and um, can't let that go unstated. So yeah, and, I, and he's pressing. See, you can just tell. You, you can really tell, and he's missing some bunnies. I yeah, I, you know, if he hits two more of those, <laughs> you know, it's doesn't miss the dunk and he hits one of those layups and he hits the front end of the one-to-one, which is a lot of ifs, but are are not mm-hmm. difficult things, right? Yeah. Like Tillman can make a dunk, he can make a layup, and he can hit a free throw. <laughs> like We yeah. would expect him to do that pretty regularly. If he does that, he's at 20 points. Um, and just it's a totally different vibe, I think. So Speaking of missing dunk, do you mind if I change the, the subject really no, quick no, here? No, oh, that was, that was about what, what, it. What do you think about Bingham? Starting today, and like the missing dunk, obviously, is that backdoor alley oop um, to start the game, yeah. where that would have been uh, a nice way to start the game, but sure. ended up not mattering going up fifty two thirty one at halftime. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so like I don't know what what did you, you think of it? Did you read much into it? I'm kind of like, eh, meh. I thought they wanted to see it. I thought they yeah. they're still figuring out the four. Um, mm-hmm. We know what Kithier brings and we know this, the upside for Bingham is higher than the upside for Kithier. It just, sure it is. Yeah. And you saw some of what Bingham can do on the defensive end, which can be special. Yeah. Um, and I thought he kind of looked like Marcus Bingham. He was awesome. Then he was really bad. Then he was awesome. Then he was really bad. Then he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Then he was really bad. <laughs> just, it's very exciting. I, it's, 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 it's just fascinating. I, I love it. <laughs> it's, it's great. The yeah, Bingham coaster. Yeah, I was surprised to see though. Like, I just figured like Kithier would come off the bench and like it is like ten, twelve, maybe I don't know, fifteen minutes, but only five today. Yeah, yeah. So, like that, that was interesting. Like, so I don't know if something's going on with Kithier or. Well, they used. Um, I mean, Malik Hall. That I think. Yeah, Hall got twenty three minutes today. Yeah. yeah. So Cassius, Henry, Brown, Hall, Tillman, is mm-hmm. a five that they really like. So do I, and yeah. I really like. And I think it can be really good moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so they did a lot of that today, 23 minutes for Hall. And he even, I think he picked up a couple fouls in the first half. Oh, no, that was last game. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. So he gets 23 minutes. What does Marble end up? Six. Um, yeah. Up 18 for Bingham. I, I wanted to see more Bingham, honestly. I'm fine seeing Hall. I think Hall's a good player, and I think Hall needs to keep playing. Mm-hmm. But I think, gosh, Bingham is just, it feels different than last year, right? Like, he's figuring stuff out. Oh, totally, 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 it's, yeah. It's a little bit more consistent. You're like, okay, okay, big guy. <laughs> like, Yeah. Oh, 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 
oh, calm down. And he's just, it's like that. So you're just trying to rein him in, but keep him gassing because he's just like, he needs the energy, you can tell. And so, right. <laughs> like, I don't know, I was excited to see him start. I was like, oh, cool, this will be fun. And I got exactly what I expected out of the first three minutes or whatever. Uh, oh, right out of the first 20 seconds, yeah. it was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, back to rally. No, Marcus. <laughs> but then the next time down, he swatted up, or didn't swat it, but he totally um, impacted the shot at the rim. Mm-hmm. Uh, grab- he, it was, was it him that had the block today that he almost popped the ball on the side yes. of the backboard? Like was, that. Yeah. Whew, that was vicious. Yeah. Um, but he, he affects a shot, impacts a shot at the rim the very next time after missing a lob, grabs the rebound on a nice box out all in one sequence, and then just rolls the ball bowling style out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> instead of yeah, correct, yeah. instead of passing yeah. it to Rocket like a normal person, he just he bowls it off to the sideline out of bounds. And you're like, yeah. good God, the Marcus Bingham experiment is incredible. Yeah. Speaking of experiment, do you know what almost happened today? I guess. Listen, almost. I'm with dude. He's back. He still didn't play in the second half, though. Foster Lawyer, like honestly, it was awesome. You know what? You know two what? For two shooting. It was like great. Wait, 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 Working. Wait. Oh, sorry. We got to take a quick, quick, little break. We're gonna come right back and talk about Foster Lawyer after these messages. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman Complete, an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to getroman.com/lock to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. All right, Matt. Sorry, I had to interrupt you. The timing no, was you're all get good. wild because I know you're just like, I'm going to talk about chomping Lawyer. at the bit. So, and I, I don't it. mean wait, wait, to like, wait. I don't mean to make that. Sorry, sorry, it's not chomping at the bit. It's champing. But continue. Whatever word we're doing at the bit. Um, I, I don't want to make this whole thing a Foster Lawyer podcast, but like this is a legitimate concern for Michigan State basketball. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that like I'm warranted talking about this as, as much as I am. Um, the I guess, presence of a backup point guard, which is going to be pretty important uh, this year, I think. Boy, howdy, was that exciting to see Foster Lawyer knock down (laughs) those two shots today. My goodness gracious, I was ready to hop on here like old-timey radio newsmen and being like, reports of Foster Lawyer's death are greatly exaggerated, but um, he didn't play in the second half, which kind of of a bummer. So I is the experiment back on? Yeah, yeah, okay. There's a little flicker of the flame there, I think. But man, like we would love to see more than four minutes from him. We would love to see uh, Cassius not has a log of 36 minutes in a game like this. So that's kind of where I stand with it. Uh, it, it wasn't cool. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god. Whoo, great. But yeah, at the end of the day, uh oh. Yeah, we're, we're still not seeing second half minutes, bud. I th- that's uh oh. I think he was about to come in. And then Georgia had a 10-1 run. And Izzo was like, let yeah. me cool this run off and we'll get back to the rotation. And then you snap your fingers and it was 24-6, to the run. And you're like, uh-oh, yeah. <laughs> can't bring Foster But he can't in. be a player that only plays in 20-point games yeah. in the second half. Like that That's the thing. Yeah. Like he, he can't be on the, the walk-on crew. That's where he's at right now. So, he's, he's a natural. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And like Rocket is still figuring things out. I mean, two for seven shooting for Rocket today, six points. He had his moments here and there. Not great, not horrible. So tell you what, but yeah, that kid's not afraid to shoot. No, and like he had that nice little baseline floater uh, that that went into his. That was nice because I, I feel like he likes that shot. We saw it against Kentucky. We we saw it 
him uh, attempted. I forgot the other team, but like I feel like he does like that baseline floater. So it's nice to see him kind of work on that and get used to it. Yeah. Or get used to seeing the ball fall in the hoop, that is. Yeah. So. And he's still finding the range with that jab step three. Yeah. When he does, it's going to be lethal. Like It's going to be very nice. He gets it off yeah. so easy. Like, I forget who I was. I was tweeting back and forth with someone. Like, his jab step mm-hmm. is ridiculously good. It's like one of, it's like the Dwayne Wade pump fake. Like, really? Like, oh, it's great. Yeah. How'd you create two feet of space with a jab step? Right. Yeah. Um, but he does it. No, it's and nice. he, he's really, you could tell he's very comfortable with the move. Just doesn't have the mm-hmm. range yet. And again, that's like a three-foot move from high school to it's the great. new college uh, three-point line. It is a, it's a big yeah. j- jump, especially, you know, on the wings. So, um, yeah, I'm not worried about him at all. I told you, God, give me until January. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. it was super nice to see credit Foster for coming out and just, like, gunning a bit. Like, okay, yeah. I'm just going to shoot it um, and making the most of his time. But, yeah, that's... Not great. At the end of the day, four minutes, no second half minutes. Like you can't. Yeah, if you're if your backup point guard can't spell your starting point guard in big moments, you don't have a backup point guard. Yeah. So, speaking of guards, too, Kyle Aaron's only seven minutes today, which was eh, yeah. Like like is it crazy? No, I I think it's a a, a slight footnote though on the game, like especially with Rocket just playing a so-so game, but. Yeah, Michigan State played eleven guys. It was it was a different kind of rotation. It was interesting. Um, Gabe Brown's gonna murder somebody this year. Gee, dude, (laughs) he's like, who is this kid? He last year was, I think he would admit this, pretty timid on the court. Oh yeah, well, and even a fun guy off of it. Like you see the video of him like hula dancing, all of a sudden, like he tries to put someone in a sarcophagus (laughs) today. Like it was unbelievable. He's a silly kid. Who has an edge, buddy? Like, oh my god, yeah, dude. And and you could see it as soon as he gathered at the the wing at the three point line. Oh, I like, knew it immediately. Uh-huh. Right when he touched the ball, I was like, he that kid better watch out right now." And he didn't. And like that, like I kept it under wraps today at work at the office. I tried to look like I was working, but that was the one time I let it slip. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and sure enough, uh, it, it didn't go in. But if it did, he would be doing uh, some time in a Hawaiian prison cell. Yeah. Speaking of, Malik Hall is going to be doing yeah. time in a Maui prison cell. So that that was nice. And I don't mind the tech at all whatsoever. <laughs> you you body bag someone like that, Mike, you 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 get to talk for until the next shot clock runs out. I know. You get 30 free seconds to do whatever you want to let the world know that you just bapped someone. So that was fun. I was really excited for Malik in that dunk. And then uh, 30 seconds later, he has Izzo yelling at him to grow up. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, he does need to grow up, but it was still cool. <laughs> grow up? That is me growing up, is, is dunking yeah. on college kids. That, that is me yeah. growing up, Tom. Come I on now. grew up. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, I did love that moment. So, yeah, there were some awesome first half moments. It was all smiles in the first oh, half. Yeah. I mean, let's not lose sight of that. Boy, howdy. I was skipping around the office uh, at halftime. It was great. Just walking on sunshine, playing in my head. <laughs> I was right in the world. And it was nice. And then, uh, it was... Anthony Edwards decided to put tape out there uh, in the second half. It was nice that they didn't need to be pushed to play their like really best. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was nice to see that just sort of unsolicited, out of the gate, yeah. we're going to play really well. Um, yeah. And I do think if you replay that second half and Anthony Edwards just has like a normal good half like of mm-hmm. 
a, a star college player, you know, 12 points. It's 29% three-point shooting again. Yeah, 14 yeah. points and a half as opposed mm-hmm. to 33 and a half. <laughs> then yeah. it's, it's still a blowout. There's moments where you're like, wow, Anthony Edwards, he really showed some stuff, but, you know, mm-hmm. just didn't have enough juice. But MSU still covers 13. Yeah. yeah. Um, as opposed to, it is a two-point game because this person is literally on fire. They're, they're yeah. a nuclear reactor about to blow up, and Bill Walton is getting high on the fumes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, do, do the fumes even affect him? I don't know. <laughs> He's just so... Fumes might not, not even be hard enough for him. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, my guy. I don't... Well, we might... We'll see. I think we'll have... Um, well, it's 2.30, so I don't know who, who will be calling the game tomorrow or t- whatever, on Wednesday. It, it, it could be him. It probably will be him. Could be. I don't want to promise anything, yeah. but I can imagine. I imagine they'd rather have him on the fifth place game than the seventh place game, maybe? Well, there's the first, the championship game will be Billis, um, oh God, what, and Shulman. And I, I would yeah, think yeah. they would take the third place game, too. So, we'll see. Fifth place game, yeah. I, th- I think we'll get Walton and Pash again. Which, everyone gets mad. Not everyone. Half the people get mad. Half the people are over the moon. My -hmm. message is just, you get Walton like once a year if you're Michigan State. Maybe twice. Sometimes, most of the time, zero. Like, just enjoy it. We don't have to have serious Dan Dockage analysis every single game. Just enjoy the weirdness. Lean into it. Yeah. Try to learn something, because he will... He will teach you about some random ass thing. Oh yeah, like the the monks in Tibet or <laughs> like tro- Trojan horses back in the 1400s. Yeah, it's I, uh, wild times. I learned there are 800 million people on the planet within 62 miles of a volcano. Yeah. So yeah, he'll he'll say five things that appear on five different Jeopardy categories the yes. next day. That that is his rule of thumb. That, that's what that he has. that's what Jeopardy writers do. They they watch Bill Walton broadcast <laughs> yes. a basketball. They game. run the tape. <laughs> yeah. just, oh oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, another no. volcano fact. Yeah, he had a tirade about bridges, which was incredible. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, just I get it. It's different. It's weird. You you want someone to feel like they care because you care, but just yeah. once, maybe twice a season. Just lean back and enjoy the show. That's my advice. You don't have to do it. I love it. And and God bless Dave Patch, though. Oh. Man, I, whatever he's getting paid, it's it's half of what he deserves <laughs> for for putting up with that. And I and you know what else too? And I think this is part of the mystique with them is I can't tell if Patch loves it or hates it. I for the life of me cannot tell. <laughs> They've been doing it for like six years. You think if Patch hated it, like I think I, I don't think this. Pash loves it. Pash absolutely loves Bill Walton. Yeah, loves I can his... see Pash like not liking it, but also at the back of his head knowing that like if he didn't have Bill Walton around, like this whole thing wouldn't be as big as it is. I think it's one of those situations. But he does. I, I just I can't read him. I don't know. Pash does plenty of like he, he calls NBA games with Doris Burke. Uh, mm-hmm. He does college football, usually a primetime game. With Greg yeah, McElroy, they're, yeah, they're, they're yeah. like number three, something like that in the team rankings. Like he does plenty of serious sports, plenty of it. Yeah, I think he really enjoys doing Pac-12 hoops at midnight Eastern with Dave Wal or Dave Walton with Bill Walton, just being wild. I think he enjoys the the challenge of it and the show of it, and just how they're totally opposite yeah. in, in a million different ways. I could also see him just crawling back to Greg McElroy, though. Or uh, is that, is that, isn't it? Yeah, it's Greg McElroy. Just on yeah. Saturday, being like, I, 
I've missed you so much. <laughs> Please just give me your vanilla ass commentary that you always give me. Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> just, I'm sure he's got a good balance in his life going. Yeah, he's doing six games in three days with Bill Walton. I'm sure by whatever it is Saturday night, if he's even doing Saturday night, he'll come up to Greg and be like, "Thank you for not talking about volcanoes in the middle mm-hmm. of the game." But I'm sure he really enjoys basketball because he's been doing it for Walton with a while. Or with yeah. Walton for a while. Um, Those are just well-earned my ties at the end of the day for, for passion, yeah. really. At, at the end of it, that, that's all it is. Yeah, and you have to, like, I think you have to gener- like genuinely like doing stuff with Bill Walton, hanging out with Bill Walton, in order to do that job. Because you don't get, like, a muted version where you can just be like, I'll be a professional and just put up no, with it. No, like, no, no, no. The, the, you'll murder the button for Bill Walton is always on yeah. and it's jammed yep. and there's no one that can fix yep. it. Yeah. Yes. It, it's either you like Bill Walton. Like if you're working with Bill Walton, you either like working with Bill Walton or you end up murdering Bill Walton. Like there's <laughs> no in between yeah. everyone. Yeah. You're suspect number one. Yes, yeah. Everyone who works with them has to like him. <laughs> that, it's, yeah. That's it. That's how it goes. Yeah. And if you don't, you know within 10 minutes and you leave. <laughs> because in about two hours, you're going to end up murdering him. Yeah. Should I do what scares me about UCLA tomorrow? Does anything... Let's... Yeah. I forgot uh, I forgot about that UCLA that they had a basketball team. Uh, I just remember being really high on Tiger Campbell when we were trying to recruit him. So just give me him. Uh, four and a half assists per game. 53% shooter from three. Uh, you can tell I have his stats pulled up right in front of me. No. Um, but just 8.7 points per game. So, like, I don't know. Like, nothing a lot scares me with UCLA. I mean, they're not great at shooting the ball necessarily. I don't know. They're so-so. But rebounds per game, tied for 220th in the nation. They're a very good rebounding team, both offensively and defensively. What? Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm reading the, the, the dumb person stats. Oh. <sighs> Crap. Are you reading? Did, I didn't hear what you said. I thought you said they were, like, 27th. No, they're tied for 220th. Oh, no, they're the 19th. Nation. Well, they play at a tremendously slow play, slow pace. Um, <sighs> Mick Mick Cronin is their coach. No, they're slow. Like Mick Cronin's not at Cincinnati anymore. He's at UCLA. Yeah, I, I kind of forgot how Cincinnati basketball would go. They're they're playing slow. They're trying to beat you 54 to 52. Um, yeah. yeah, they're 19th in the country in offensive rebounding percentage and 27th in defensive rebounding percentage. Ah, crap. So Well, that makes my stat a moot point. Well, um, Michigan State's a really good rebounding team, too. It's going to be a good matchup. Yeah. Michigan State's no, will be. You know, one of the best offensive rebounding teams. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a good matchup. They're mediocre at shooting. They're bad defensively at shooting. They're knee on offense. They're mediocre on defense. Hundred. What do you think a spread for this game is going to be? Um, Ken Palm has it at 15. I would guess it's probably right around oh, okay. there. okay. All right, my guess is going to be like 13. So. Somewhere right. right in there, 13 to cool. 17. I know it's a big range, right. but it's college basketball. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yep. Um, yeah. Not. Yeah, cool. I mean, they're, they're, not, they're not good. I mean, good teams can lose to Hofstra by 10 points at home. I mean, that happens they, to the best of they them. They did lose to Hofstra. They did lose to BYU by 15. Yeah, was like, no, BYU got them at the buzzer. BYU's barely, barely got BYU's him. about as good as Georgia, without oh, without first half or second half Georgia without Anthony Edwards. Ah, perfect. Okay, yeah. excellent. I'm all in, baby. <laughs> so, all right, that's going to do it for us uh, here on Locked On Spartans. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back um, Wednesday, whatever. After we're going to do a show, aren't we? Mm-hmm. What is today? Yeah, 
Oh, no, uh, no, no. Today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. So this is our third show of the week. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's our third show of the week. So we will not have another show until Friday. Oh, yeah. yeah. You and oh, I are shoot. recording tomorrow night. Maybe we'll okay. talk a little bit about the game. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll save it for next week. But we're going to come back Friday, take Thanksgiving off, obviously. And yeah. we'll be back Friday with a with a football preview because uh, Michigan State's trying to get bowl eligible. Baby. <sighs> Yes. So yes. That's what uh, we're doing. So we'll get this podcast out, cool. and then we'll uh, we'll meet you all back here on Friday. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us on home. All right, little Thanksgiving segment. I'm thankful for Tom Izzo, Cassius Winston, the whole basketball team, MSU football from 2010 to 2015, and the Quick Lane Bowl. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. You guys are all the best. Of course, thankful for you as well. Can't believe you guys actually listen to us. That is wild times. All right. Have a good Wait. one. Wait. Also, ah. also, we need to everyone tweet at the Quick Lanes Bowl to have Matt dress up as a tire uh, mascot no. on the sidelines. I'm going to be over in that tire. I'm going to pass out mid-game. It's going to be horrible. We're doing that. We're starting a thing. Matt as the mascot for the Quick Lanes Bowl. Okay. Thanks, everyone. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to be the mascot. <laughs>